Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is... um uh, July 2021. The time is about 11.30 a.m. Ready Newman PC does conduct uh, Zoom conference calls every single day. For those people who listen to this uh, podcast, radio, and other media, you can check our timings at rnlawgroup.com. Those people who are here, if you want to ask any questions, please raise your hand. You'll be announced with your name to ask the question. Rahul Kulkarni. Uh, hey, Rahul. Um, I had two questions for you. The first question was, with respect to preparing for to file my 485 application, is there a way that I can, you know, get all my 765 approval copies from USCIS? I, I seem to misplace a few of them. So just wanted to know on that side. Uh, I don't know. You can always request them. You can always request them to, uh, you can always request them to, um, you can always request them with the freedom of information um, about that. I'm not sure if you're going to get it or not. Is it 797, but you have a EAD card? I, I don't have an EAD. I'm preparing to file for my 485 applications. Um, and then it, you know, my company stated that I need to have all my approval copies in, in place if, if I have to file that. Uh, yeah. Can you check with the first immigration lawyer? Who filed your H1B? He may have it. That's one thing that I would do okay. um, because they, the the file might have a EAD there. The second thing that I would I would definitely file him a freedom of information requesting to see if you can get that. Okay? okay, do both the things. Okay, I'll do that. Uh, this the second question I had was with respect to the pri- my priority date is uh, EB3 2017. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and I've been following you on uh, the date movement, right? Your predictions on the date movement. But based on what Charlie predicted during Mm -hmm. his last chat, Mm -hmm. why do you think that it might be moving to the, you know, to 2018 or so? We we have to force them to move it. They don't want to move it. They don't want to give the green card to it. There just seems to be that they just don't like Indians. I mean, if the practice, if the numbers are there, look at him. He's telling that these things are going to, if the priority dates, he knows 150,000 green cards are going to be there next year. Why is he moving in October? He's been telling that from May, is that right? Yeah. He should have put the thing in current in May, not, not current at least to 2018. So we need to force him. It's not all the time he will do. That's the reason I bought in the ex-ombudsman and we're going to draft some letters that we request you to send it. I've, I've already sent out those those letters to 
uh, yeah. the congressmen, senators, and right, also right. to the White House. So, so that's all. In, that's in good. Place. Okay, we're going to send. We're going to prepare some more letters. We have to force him because hey, he's where is he? Does he look into the things properly? The USCIS is saying it's 13 months or 15 months. If he is moving the dates in September, in October, what does he expect? None to get the green cards. Next person, please. So yeah, yes. we should be able to change it. He said all the things are going to be done. And then he changed his dialogue and saying, no, now I expect 100,000 green cards to be not used. You should have taken care of in 2019. Uh, not in 2019, but at least early part of 2020. You should have taken care of that time. Next person, please. We have to Pranit. force that guy. Pranit. Hey, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my question. I have one question. Like, uh, my question is like, my company filed a firm right now. Uh, I have my old, I, uh, old company, I want 40. At what stage my porting will be done? Is it at the firm level or in the I want I want forty level. I want forty level. Okay. Okay. Thanks. In the meantime, get this. Uh, get the copy of this I one forty petition, though. Okay. It's uh, always good to have the petition. Okay. From the old employer, you mean? No, not from the old employer. Go to the online. You can get it online. It's oh, there. Okay. Link is provided to you at the bottom uh, in the chat. Okay. Okay. Sure, I'll do that. Thank you. Next person, please. Prashant. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my question. So my H1 is expiring in uh, April 22. My mm -hmm. employer uh, filed for prevailing wages. It got approved a couple of months back, end of May. June 6th, they started the job posting. Mm -hmm. So that was for 30 days. July 6th, they started the recruitment process. So they are mm -hmm. saying uh, now 30 days from the end date is the recruitment period, right? Mm -hmm. They are saying to expedite the process, they are going to stop the recruitment now and proceed. Is that the correct way to do um, it? Or 30 days is the minimum period that they have to do the recruitment? They may have done the recruitment process before the prevailing which has been issued. They can do that. Uh, I don't uh, believe they have done any recruitment before. It's basically now that they have started from... Uh, How do you six. know? Not for that, at least my position. I mean, the position that they... How do you know? <laughs> okay. I mean, uh, okay. not... They may have posted that. There are different, different methods they can do it. So, mm -hmm. uh, so you have to check with them. I'm assuming that they, they do have knowledge when to do it. But if ever you want to have a consultation, the best person in our office is not me. It's going to be Crystal. Okay. Next okay. person, please. And one more, one more question. Sorry. So, mm -hmm. if at what stage should I be deciding whether it is EB two or EB three category, I one forty or perm application? At the perm application, lawyer will determine it's going to be EB two or EB three. But once he goes to the I one forty, he can change it to EB three. But oh, if okay. at the perm from from place, he puts it as EB three in the mm -hmm. in the in the I one forty, he cannot change it. Okay. Well, what do you recommend? EB2 or EB3 currently? What is the priority date? Are you porting? Uh, no, it's the first time. EB2. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. Because if it's EB2, you can always change to EB3. Sheshu? Hey, Rahul, sir. Uh, good afternoon. Uh, I have a few questions for you. Uh, I find my 
uh, I-4F application in the month of October and I got my EAD and uh, uh, I got uh, I-140 zip code in premium. But my question is my company showed out their some business unit to different company and the company is ready to do my H-1B. Uh, but I have one more offer from my client and they're offering and they're ready to do, uh, they want me to join an EAD, but they don't want to do the H-1B. And uh, wait, wait, wait. You filed 485 right now, is it right? Yeah. Your I-140 is approved, is it right? Yeah. More than 180 days. Why do you want the H-1B? I don't know. A company was doing, not me. At the, there are two companies here, counterparts. One company is doing H-1B and keep my EAD back up. And other company now came back and they're saying that they're going to do. Well, if they are going to pay the money, you don't have to worry about it, is right? Yeah. yeah. I should not worry so about don't it. pick a choice based on H1B or EAD. Okay. Yes. I will just pick whoever is, what is the best terms for you. Do it. Yes. Don't look into H1B or EAD. Okay. My only question is my kid's EAD is not at approved because my priority date is November 23rd, 2013. Might be next month, might be the current. How old are your kids? He's like 10 years old. Yeah, that's fine. That's not a deal. You yeah. can always move to a different company. Their EAD will be adjudicated accordingly. Okay. In future, if something happens for H1, like do I, need, do I need to maintain with other company or just like what is the process to come uh, back with again H1B if something happens? It's not a scenario. Here is, the, here, is the, here is the people are paranoid about H1Bs. I don't know. Okay. And, 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 and here's the lawyers are paranoid, these people, and make money on you guys. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you honestly, if yeah. you maintain the H1B, you have 5% of trouble. Yeah. If you don't maintain, you have 0.5% of trouble. So you're 10 times likely to be troubled with the H1B because oh. what if the FDNS come in, you're not there? What if yeah. the FDNS is not satisfied with the things? What if the H1B gets denied? You're, you're getting H1B get denied and then you go to the another officer to approve the 485. It yeah. puts a burden on these things. I don't know how to say it, but you know yeah, what? Your suggestion, I, I, I've been attending your call since many I need years. To, but I, I just to need to sure. buy a Ferrari. I need to. <laughs> Next person, please. Thank you. I can't, you know. I, I need to try to look into it. How much is, is it? And try to encourage you to get the H1B. Next person, please. Chetan. Hey, Rahul. This is Chetan here. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm I'm planning to do an interfiling for medicals. Uh, and I have two questions. I'm using the memo or the format that you have on the resource section on your website. Mm -hmm. And it has something called file number. But I couldn't find a file number on the receipt notice. Is that the... It is, it is MSC uh, or um, SRC. So that's the receipt number, right? Receipt notice yeah. number. Mm -hmm. That's that's the file number. Okay, so I'll update that. And then if I'm filing it for me and my wife together, do we need to have send it in a separate envelope or? No, same envelope. Same envelope, just label the receipt notice and thing with the envelope, right? That's right. Okay, thank you. Next person, please. Karthik. Yes, hi. Um, hey, hey, Rahul. Um, I asked you a question, uh, but did not provide complete details. So I wanted to get your advice. Um, so uh, I have a EB2 and EB3 employment-based approved uh, I-140 10 years ago. And like three years ago was when I ha received an I-140 NIW approved. So when I filed in October 20 uh, and uh, I, my 485, I got a... Um, I attached my personal statement, like pay slips, current employer, everything. But I mentioned in the letter that this is for the NIW. Now, I, I know I asked you this question, like I got a supplement J and a 693 requirement as a NOID letter. 
Yeah, I discussed with you. I remember. Yeah, so so the thing is, over the years, my company names have changed with merger and acquisition, but I'm there in the same location for like 13 years. So I don't know whether the officer got confused that I'm using my employment EB2 or EB3. And we, I already exactly. discussed with you, I would not like to submit the 485J supplement. Yes. What's your I, question right now? So my question is, if my manager is ready to do the J, right? So if I submit... I'm still J, not willing confused? to do I'm still, I'm still not going to do it. You still aren't? Okay. All right. Thanks a lot. Next person, please. Venkat. Uh, hi. Hi, Rahul. Uh, my question is about concurrent uh, H1B LCA requirement. Let's say that for my location, the LCA requirement is 90,000. But if I only work for 25 hours, do I have to meet 90,000 or just calculate based on the hours? And uh, They can always put the LCA that you're going to be working between 10 to 30 hours, or they can put from 10 to 40 hours. They can put the wage rate per hour, okay? Okay. So if it is just for 25 hours, 25 hours into if it is 40 hours per, uh, what, per whatever hour. Whatever it is, whatever it is, yeah. So they can they can put it per hour basis. Okay. Looks like my employer did completely in overall 90,000 and that troubled me because I'm not able to work for 35 hours a week and it is not going to meet. Oh, they the can LCA. always file one more amendment right now. Okay, sure. So in case if they uh, just generate the pay for lesser lesser amount of LCA for one or two months, is what? that a problem for my, my H1B? It's not a problem, but going forward, just try to file an amendment. Okay, sure. Next person, please. Vivek. Yes. Uh, hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Hello, Vivek. Vivek. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, Vivek. Okay. So last week, my employer filed my firm petition uh, while my H-1B uh, expires in the month of May 2022. It looks like the chances for my firm to get approved before my H1B expires is slim. So, mm -hmm. so my question whoa, 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 is... If, uh, wait, wait, wait. So, okay. H1B is expiring when? Uh, May 2022. And close your to EAD e e has been filed, is that right? That's right. My EAD is filed just a few days ago. What do you mean few days ago? You didn't file it along with the 485? Um, no, they, they just filed my perm. Okay, I got it. Yeah. I got it. So so what's your question? So, so you know, since my chances are very slim, so is it okay if I go back to India and work for the same employer for four to five months so that, you know, I get a H-1B extended extension window, you know, because I will be staying outside US? Wait, 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 wait. wait. You have your I-140 approved by that time. Why can't you file a H-1B extension? Um, no, no. My question is, what if my I-1, what if my perm is not approved by that time? How did you apply the EAD if the perm is not approved? No, no. My perm is not. I said my. they applied my perm just a few days ago, not EAD. Uh, oh, not EAD. Perm has yeah, been applied. I, I'm right. sorry. I got confused. I got confused. No problem. Okay. Thanks. So if the perm is applied right now, you want to go to India, spend some time there, and then get the H-1B approval and come back. That's right. Because, uh, you know, because I'm worried if my perm is delayed and my H-1B is I expired. Got it. Yeah. I got it. There is another better solution. 
called mm-hmm. automatic revalidation you can spend okay. your time in mexico or canada uh-huh. you can go 29 days spend that time come back 29 days spend that time and come back okay okay uh in that way instead of going to india where you will have issues with the stamping you mm-hmm. can avoid that okay and you can have a consultation with a lawyer with steven brown or christina hernandez they will describe you what to do on that it's called automatic revalidation okay okay thank you uh, can you pick ranveer pal uh, miss uh, gayatri ranveer pal sure sure rahul because uh, he was supposed to come to the conference call um, ranveer ranveer yeah hello hello yes ranveer yes, sir hi mr ranveer yeah so this is bail your ranveer's wife so uh, i am going to talk with a, you is that is this the same person that uh, that I, i'm supposed to speak yesterday or is it different yeah correct yeah so i am bail ranveer's wife okay give me one second okay i'm looking at the email yeah sure Uh, it's a little bit complex let me call your you or your husband okay i don't want to discuss here in this conference call with you miss oh, ranveer okay. uh, okay. wife okay let me call you back yeah, yeah. i will call you by end of today okay 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 thank you sir thank you next person please namneet hey mr rahul uh, i yes. have a question um my change of status has been filed on september 1st 2020 and mm-hmm. it has not approved yet uh, it is from b2 to s4 uh, my question is that uh, is there 240 days clause for change of status as well so i have to leave if it is not approved yeah. till then no sir because i'm completing my 240 days in august no sir 30. there is no 240 day for you you can stay here if the h4 validity if your wife's h4 validity is still there you can stay here absolutely no problem okay okay so my wife h1 is there uh, she is i am i am filed i have filed for my h4 she is on h1 uh, her h1 is already in that uh, approval quantity you good sir there is no 240 day rule for you sir next okay. person thank you rj rj hi sir thank you very much for your service um, question is about the pwd this was submitted in feb uh, this year and uh, after the title uh, when we check the status it shows like a radford's request radford data requested is there any i'm account? sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry what what is this application you said a prevailing wage radford data requested i googled it it shows like if there so, are so any... it's an it's an it's an alternate to salary okay does it takes long time or any any issues here no it doesn't take long time it takes maybe one to two weeks at the most it's been a month that we are seeing the same status nothing changing that is not a immigration status or that's your own lawyer status is right correct nothing yeah yeah, yeah i don't know about this particular uh, prevailing wage though i don't know about this particular prevailing wage typically it takes two weeks 
anything we can expedite or follow up anything I, that is depending on your lawyer and this particular company and and the contract they have between them so is that last question is that based who asked for that data is that from my attorney or employer or is that from the pwd department no it's not from the pwd department it's your attorney or your employer okay thank you very much next person please number ends with double five double two double five double two Ritesh Kumar. Yeah. Uh, hello, Rahul. Uh, thank you. Thank you for you know taking your time and you know uh, uh, guiding us. Uh, I have uh, actually uh, one of the question you answered about H four, but I have another question regarding uh, you know my form uh, application. So uh, my priority date is November two thousand fourteen. Uh, last year uh, in October, my you know my new employer has still uh, you know the form. Form filed and it was pending. I got approval in February of this month, uh, this year. Uh, they have filed uh, I one fourteen EB two in the April. Also, parallelly, I have asked them uh, like this month itself to file I one forty in EB three, and they have agreed to file another uh, EB three I one forty. So, for for filing that, does my uh, EB two I one forty needs to be approved first? Or they can go ahead and do that EB three five. No, it doesn't need to be approved. Um, but the best way is always to get it approved, though, because sometimes the officers may get confused. Why is this guy filing two times? Okay, and on top of that, I also want to know, like, uh, what are the chances, like this October or November, uh, the November of two thousand fourteen might be, you know, in a, like very I will high. be able to file very, 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 very high. Okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate your time. Anish. Hi, Rahul. Yeah, we got uh, I four eight five interview, uh, but uh, uh, nowadays there are waving of four eight five interviews, right? Just I want. I'm sorry. Uh, no, no. Um, I would say that I initially said it's only five percent of the people who are getting interviewed. I would say right now it's about thirty to forty percent of the people are getting interviewed. Is there anything that we need to worry that red flag? No, but speak with your lawyer. I normally go through with my clients. I tell them how to enter into the building. I send them the copy of the four H five entire petition. I speak with them. Look, you need to be dressed properly when you go there. Scout the area where you're going to park. Go one hour before, and when you enter it, they'll put a. You have to put a sheet. They'll call you for the interview. they'll walk you through the corridor and they'll take you to a small room which has just up computer there are four chairs two in front two at the back where you will be seated where your wife will be seated is it going to be left side or right side depending on the monitor so i walk them through the entire thing though <clears throat> uh, maybe i should conduct a 485 just and release the things though Uh, so that people can look into what goes on there, okay? Yeah. Uh, but but I would I would like to walk through. I mean, I would like to speak with a lawyer to walk through the whole thing, and then so that you're comfortable. And if uh, your lawyer is not willing to do it, you may want to have a consultation with another lawyer so that they can walk through the whole thing. I normally would like to speak with both wife and husband. Okay, and also uh, you said that we can work two jobs on a day, right? If you yeah. USCIS. Uh, Officer asks, uh, 
are you working anywhere and then with yeah you can tell you can tell you're working two jobs absolutely you can and also if we want to take the attorney this is my last question do we need to take the attorney who is on i485 application or not not needed because that lawyer is somewhere and you're somewhere else it's you not needed to you can take any lawyer i would you know instead of taking any lawyer though i would go over with a consultation with the lawyer the reason is that even if we go there there is nothing much we can do we just will give a little bit more strength and if there is any legal complexities that are associated with it then i will normally like to recommend especially if there is a case of dowry case if there is any case of um, uh, domestic violence or a, a weed or something like that those things definitely are problematic if it's a dui if it's a normal things I, i i tell them you just go by yourself and i walk through the whole thing and get the whole things because that's a way that that is better rather than uh-huh. just you know evaluate yourself that you need a lawyer to go and even if you take a lawyer and you have all these lawyers they don't have no clue about employment employment um, things you take yeah, one they'll go with you yeah yeah my what could they are going to be right well, maybe i can go by myself but just i want to know that yeah if you just take... wa- if your if your lawyer is willing to walk through all the things you'll be in a much better situation is there anybody from, from your company that you you can you you can you can you can uh, you can make a consultation with me or rebecca chen either of these two people um and then we'll walk through the whole thing do a mock interview for you okay okay thanks rahul thanks very much for this. next caller please vijay lakshmi hi rahul uh, so i have applied my h4ead in last november and that is still in pending so we have raised h1b this march and we have filed as change of status from h4 to h1 and that mm-hmm. petition got approved yesterday mm-hmm. uh, so we are planning to withdraw our h4 ead so mm-hmm. my question is where will my new visa status reflect like is in i94 or somewhere else or uh, anything that we need to do the for the updations and the process yeah just uh, when you give the ead to your employer um no i mean like um, as my status will be h1b from october So wait, wait, I, wait, 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 wait. Let me let me understand. You are in H4 EAD. No, no. And you I, got the H. So, I'm so, on H H4. We have mm-hmm. applied H4 EAD in last November. That is still in pending. Uh huh. So this March we have applied for H1B, and mm-hmm. in that we filed H1 to sorry H4 to H1 change of status. Uh-huh. Okay. And that got approved yesterday. Okay. So I just my question is where will my new visa status reflect from October from October I will be on H1B right so, on October you will be on H1B yes yes so I just wanted to know where will uh, I, my new visa status reflect it will be on I94 or somewhere else or do, do we need to do any updations or any process where will it will be reflect is mm-hmm. when you got the H1B approval it has a 994 right and that i94 says that on october 1st onwards you are on h1b okay. and that i94 number and the i94 number that you are in right now will be the same okay it will it will it will be the same i94 number okay it will be the same i94 number but uh, the visa status will be changed right okay 
and uh, my, as of now my i94 is to certain date so the the date will remain same i guess no date will change the uh, h1b will normally start from october 1st yeah uh, uh, 2021 to october 1st of 2024 okay the date will change okay yeah okay yeah got it thank you thank you so much next person please sam uh hi uh, rahul uh, thank you for taking my question uh, yes sir the question that i have is uh, currently i am on my priority date is uh, eb3 2016 jan okay that mm -hmm. is to employer a and then my employer b uh, who i shifted in uh, i think september 2020 he has filed my perm like um, uh, last week so now i think his perm will take around 4 to 5 months right so six in months. that 6 months so during that time like in october as you are predicting if my priority date becomes current can i still go ahead with the 140 that i have from employer a what do you mean i140 you mean to say can employer a file a downgrade i140 and file your for it why what do you mean i140 with employer a employer a filed my uh, i140 And it's already approved it's already approved with jan 2016 yes. but i am now i'm not with employer a i'm with employer b yes i got the point so what so, i'm yeah so what do you want to do when the priority date becomes current i want to go back to employer a and then i employer a is ready to take me if my priority date becomes current so i'll go okay. to employer a do my h1b transfer and then apply for 485 from there is that yes, okay? that's perfectly okay uh, perfectly in, in the meanwhile if employer b who's filed my perm yesterday it as i said it takes 5 to 6 months will that cause any impact on my uh, if i you know move to h uh, the first employer who filed my uh, i140 okay that's your question will the employer b's perm labor will cause any problem for you correct no zero zero no nothing okay Yep, that's great uh rahul i needed one more help also if you can, uh, can uh, you know go ahead can send me the email addresses of uh, you know director of uscis and uh, dhs and ombudsman i will i will give give us give us a little bit time give us a little bit by next week tuesday we'll send it out okay we'll give it to you guys we want to have a comprehensive plan on that we're drafting some things and by tuesday we should have all the things sure next person thank you thanks for the help madhu hey rahul yes yeah hey rahul i have a question um so um I, my wife was on h1b and uh, she was maxing out last year um mm -hmm. so we filed a h4 h1 to h4 conversion on uh, mm -hmm. may 6th last year 2020 mm -hmm. and the dates we requested are from uh, june 21 2020 to my h1 mm -hmm. petition end date that is uh, mm -hmm. may 29th 2021 that is this year so um, that petition along with the ead 765 we applied was approved on uh, um, may 27th 2021 that is just two days before the my petition end date so um, we just reviewed uh, last week um, the petition um, that valid from date was may 27th 2021 so um 
if i see the dates but, right her h1 h1b ended on uh, 6 21 2020 so do i need to raise a correction or is it still fine uh, for this okay oh yeah yeah so you what you're telling is the start date is not proper on the h4 is that yes. your question that's okay not a problem that doesn't create any problem for her but did you yeah. file one more h4 extension for her afterwards yes yes okay good, good. so my, Absolutely. because my wait 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 sorry the concept that she got us um, approval date Mm-hmm. two days before your expiration of the h1b and it's only valid for two days but she had june uh, from june onwards to may of 2021 she doesn't have any valid period of time now that is not a problem because on the approval day approval notice there will be a receipt date though if the receipt date is before she is fine which you said which has been filed before so she didn't have any problem okay uh, rahul just uh, one follow up on this uh, because um, we are doing cross country chargeability um, and uh, according to the may built in her uh, country of chargeability is current so my company lawyer was saying it is still fine uh, there is a gap but he wanted me to to take a second opinion with any other attorney is no that's not that's you're perfectly all right maybe you panic that guy you necessarily oh no yeah that's a simple thing there's nothing there at all okay next so person, we should be good. thank you you should be good next and you already mm-hmm. filed an extension if there is a gap period they won't even have approved your wife's h4 at all next and the last person please jamuna uh hey rahul uh, my daughter's stem opt is expiring in january 2022 uh, first week a non profit organization is is planning to apply for a h1b and they want to know the start date of her, her lca so should the start date be somewhere in october or should it be when the stem opt expires in terms of you know because a change of status will happen year only but if she has to travel somewhere in december which is which date is advantages to her okay let me understand So she is going with the exempt H1B company, yes, right? Yes, yes. So there is no start date can be any date. So it doesn't have to be October first. Now the question is, when is her STEM extension expiring? Uh, first week of January 2022. I would keep the current date right now immediately. I don't know why people try to negotiate on the date. Why not keep the current date? Put it as August fifth and file it. Okay. The, the only issue is that suppose the change of status. does not happen here because she she moved from h4 to f1 year only suppose a change of status does not happen here and they tell her to go out of the country well, and that why would be a, why wait, wait, wait our f1 is granted already right yeah yeah she is in f1 for the last 2 years she's on stem opt i know you told me that now why would why would the f1 to h1 be not granted any reason you suspect no because sometimes they say that change of status is not granted when you're F1 to H1B, they tell you to go out of the country and that's come back. That's only for the that's only for the people who go to day one CPT university. Oh, I don't okay. think so. Your daughter is going to day one CPT university. So. Oh no 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 no. Okay, okay, okay. These are okay, the fraudulent you. universities yeah. that people go to that we are worried about them. Not oh, your okay. daughter. Okay. Oh, okay okay okay. Yeah. I'll Thank you. Last caller, guys. Last caller, guys. For today. 
Hi Rahul, thank you for your time. Yes, uh, I had a couple of questions. Uh, one is uh, my I one forty is approved, uh, and uh, due to pandemic, I just came to Canada. I am a Canadian permanent resident, and uh, I have been here because of the border close. I have to stay here now. I have been with the consulting company, so my question is: I did not file my uh, perm with them. So what are how do I go about getting my green card now? Do I have to wait and get things done? Wait, wait. You said you have an I one forty approved. When was the I one forty approved? Uh, my prior uh, it was approved in uh, uh, February two thousand fifteen. So that was from a different company, not the company that you're working. Yeah, it was with an end client. Then I moved to a consulting company. Right. So. Um, So, do you know when did you left that end client? Uh, I left that end client in two thousand sixteen. Do you know if they have withdrawn that I one forty before January of two thousand seventeen? Uh, no, I think I have been using that for multiple extensions till now. I left them okay. after one eighty days. Do one favor to me, please. Please file file a freedom of information. I've provided a link there just to be official, okay, rather than unofficial. Now, if you want to get the green card, though, the company that you're working or some company needs to file a labor and I one forty for you again. Right, and uh, do I will I miss the board then in that case because the dates are becoming current right now? What other options you have? Oh, okay, okay, and you don't uh, have an option. Okay, okay, and my second question is. Uh, uh, i am planning to take some technical courses they want me to be like traveling to us once a week if i am staying planning to stay in in canada then uh, because i have uh, i have f1 yeah you need to have a private consultation with a lawyer about this traveling to here and taking private courses okay oh, is it okay no worries no. yeah because you have an i140 approval there are a lot of difficulties we are facing nowadays okay I I can I can send it up no problem and will it be with you okay then anybody's fine in our office okay perfect thank you thank guys you. for coming I'll, the I'll next conference call will be tomorrow at three thirty. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information, or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites: rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.